You're listening to a podcast hosted on the Podcast Matrix. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at whatisthepodcastmatrix.com. Giant rampaging monsters. Time-traveling murderbots. Evil geniuses and epic heroes. With all the TV shows, movies, cartoons, and video games using comic book-related stories, it can be a near-impossible task to navigate and understand them all. That's where we come in. Let a trio of OGs, that stands for Original Geeks, take you by the hand and beat you over the head with seemingly useless but socially important pop culture information. It's time for my Big Fat Pull List. Welcome to my big fat pull list where comics are the coin of the realm and middle-aged geeks are king. I'm Mr. X. With me as always, because I can never get rid of him, is that pistol danger guy and Smurfy. Uh, This episode's topic, the ever-changing world of comic books. So the comic book industry is changing. Or dying, depending on who you're talking to. True. Depending on what Facebook is. Ad you get hit with. I don't understand how it could be dying because I'm spending a lot of money every month on comic books. So how is it dying? I, th- I think due to people reading them online or people buying the paperbacks. Maybe it looks like it's dying on paper. Uh huh. I don't know. So here's the thing: like everything like, changes, everything evolves, and you have to be able to go evolve with it. or die, man. Yeah, evolve or die. I mean, Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, mm-hmm. Barnes and Noble stuck around because they were smarter than. Um, Blockbuster. No. What's Borders. Up? Thank you. Borders. That's Borders. Close, yeah. So you have to be able to change. And, and B. Yeah. Dalton. B. B. Dalton, Dalton bookstores. I remember those. Down, yeah. Yeah. So I guess to that sake, you have to be able and willing to, to look at a different medium for what you produce. And for comics, online is becoming a huge thing. For a while, I was doing a lot of online comics. Yeah. And it was just easier. I did Marvel Unlimited. Mm. And it was just super convenient. The, th- the reason I stopped is because... It's six months behind on any current story. Oh, wow. And that's too much. I think I had it for about half a year. I got to catch up on a lot of books I wanted. Um, Punisher Armory. What is it called? It's a great story. It's a, it's Doom explaining his rise to being Doom. All while, like, villagers or people who know him way back when were explaining kind of what really happened. As opposed mm. to Doom being like, I came out of the womb. I was doomed. That was great. Yeah. So. What? You killed the doctor. That yeah. was great, though. So it was. Oh, I wish I could remember what it was called. Doom does not cry. Yeah. Doom shows You slap Doom's ass. Doom kills you. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So say it's Doom. You don't slap Doom's ass. Oh. Doom ass slaps your ass. Stop Thanks, it. guys. I was picturing yeah. a doctor spanking Doom's ass and Doom looking at him and his magic. You're just, <laughs> you're just picturing this tiny naked baby with a metal, uh, mask. A metal mask on and a cape. It's got the green and the, and the green cloak. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a naked baby. But and coke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It smacks in the butt and zap. And Punisher Armory, which is fantastic. Where it's just—it's literally a comic of Frank talking about yeah. his guns. Yeah, yeah. literally. It's like cool. they're all displayed out. And you, this one's awesome because it's this. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, exactly how Frank yeah, talks. That's yep. how he talks. That's how Frank he talks. That's how picture him how he talks. I call this one Lucille. Are you a drug dealer? Blam! Now you're dead. <laughs> I hope it doesn't lose all of our Punisher fans. Like Smurfy's an idiot. Punishers not talk like that. I think what few fans that we have oh. will, should understand that you are an idiot <laughs> right out the gate. Uh, and we yeah. are not poking fun at the Punisher we, himself. We should have a disclaimer. Yeah, Jonathan Bernthal is great. 
He is. Uh, ironically, he is. yeah. He's I, actually really good. I dig him. Quick question for you guys. You're looking for those hard-to-reach comics, right? Like, like, like you're, you're okay. like... I, I, I need, get one of those gripper things. I can get at Walgreens. Uh, it's like 10 bucks. Hard to like, find? Gives comics? me... Uh, they, that's a little bit better, Smurfy. Hard to find comics? Like, Punisher number one? Question for you guys. Would you guys rather try to really hard to find that? Or would you rather just go online and read about it? Like, read it. I mean, so that's the segue, right? It's either now it's yeah. online comics, it's in your hand, or it's it's trade paper. Well, right? I, I disagree. There's there's a couple ways you can go about it. There's See, there's, there's, there's three ways I think we talked about going about it. Right. You could go for you could do the look, and you could either look for single issues to complete right. it, right. or a trade paperback to have it all. Have it all. You could go or online, with I now, like Marvel Unlimited a, a benefit of paperbacks. Yeah. There's no ads. Okay. Right. So, and I mean, you, technically, there kind of are ads. In there's no ads in a paperback. Page. Oh, a paperback. Yeah. In, in, in a trade paperback, there's zero ads. Yes. You're getting straight comics through and through. Yeah. But you're, but if you're going for resale value, it's not there. But that's also that's also a different whole story because resale value might not be there anyway if the comic mm -hmm. sucks. But regardless, you know, from page one to page whatever, it's strictly a comic, and it's going to cost you probably about a little cheaper than buying each individual issue mm -hmm. for a paperback. There's advantages and disadvantages to collecting. I think the all of them. The all for everything now. Yeah, I mean, three. once upon a time, we we grew up before trade paperbacks were a thing. We grew up before the internet. Well, yeah, we also grew up before the internet. Yes, I mean, so, I mean that, that should be a given. I'm the same. But I'm saying when Don't we blow when, kids' minds, if we were collecting comic books as children, right? As even young adult, right? Pre-teens, there was no ooh, you know, in six months there's going to be a nice trade of this, right? Very rarely did they collect storylines and put it out. I would say it wasn't until like 2010, 2011 that you knew after the seventh issue, the next couple weeks, paperback was going to be out with those seven issues on it. I feel like it was that quick of a turnaround working at the comic shop. I don't know about 2010. Maybe, yeah, a, little bit, maybe a little bit earlier than that. Earlier than 2010, that. Like, like maybe yeah. 20, like maybe 08. It wasn't, it wasn't 2000s. The it early was, 2000s, yeah, because was I, was, I was thinking of essentials. Look, okay. look at the yeah. old, they were in black and white, right. but there were essentials. Most, right. There were there were a handful of storylines in the early two thousands, and it may it may have started in the late nineties. Marvel, but they were put very much Marvel. DC had showcase. Tr yeah, yeah, showcase showcase for DC. You would get a handful of storylines, popular storylines, that they would go. You know what? Hey, we're gonna put this in yeah. a collection, and we're gonna put it out, and it's gonna cost you fifty dollars. Because we know they're all all the books are hard to find. You'll right. pay fifty bucks. Exactly. Trying to hunt them all down. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. The essentials. I remember I picked up a lot of the X-Men essentials because those issues, there was no way in the world I was going yeah. to be able to afford Ford, right. mm -hmm. to get that. But I could read the stories. Sure, they were in black and white, but I'm still reading the stories right. and absorbing the information from the stories. Even, even some black and white, you got to see some of the artwork. No, yeah. You know, you didn't see it didn't color, change the artwork. Right. It just the wasn't colored anymore. Right. right. I mean, now, what's weird is the show, showcase for DC, they printed out two that were in color. Mm. They were awesome. Superman stories. They were awesome. So of course. But yeah, but it was also kind of crazy, though, because they really crammed them in there. So right. they're smaller. So you're like, oh, it's an archive. So we are fortunate enough, we've actually seen all three mediums yeah. rise. rise. We collected comic books when we were younger, so we have the individual issues. We saw the rise of the trade paperback, the graphic novel, things like that. And then now, here we are, the digital age, mm -hmm. we've got digital comics. Being it, you can read them on your phone, your laptop, your tablet, tablet. tablets, your whatever. Your TV nowadays. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's Ball, uh, devices. TV. Right. Yeah. Pit so, or whatever. Again, there are advantages and disadvantages to collecting all three right. types. 
Let's discuss. Let us dive into... What do you think this is? My big, fat, funny shit pull list? No, uh, if it was my big, fat, funny shit, you'd be laughing right now, sir. <laughs> That's for a fact. And I am clearly not laughing. <laughs> you are not laughing. You're not laughing. Because you have no joy in I, get, I can tell all the, all the people listening to this. Pistol's not laughing. <laughs> he's, he's like smiling. I don't even call it a smirk. <laughs> so how about, to discuss it, what is your preferred method? My preferred method? Mr. X, what's your preferred method? T- today. Same My today. preferred mode of collecting comic books is individual issues. That's my guess. There are, there are a handful of titles that I only specifically buy trade paperbacks simply because... I want to know the story, but I don't have to know the story month to month. Okay, right. Perfect example. There are there are actually only two titles that I collect strictly in trade paperback form: The Walking Dead. Okay. Because there's a good there's great turnaround where that book is concerned. It, every trade paperback is six issues. Is it six? Seven. Yeah, the, the six I'm issues. Like seven. Okay. And it's when those six issues are done individually. There's a two-month turnaround, and then boom, you've got the story. Mm-hmm. Now, once upon a time, I was actually collecting the actual issues, so I could read it month to month. Then, when the trade would come out, I'd buy the trade, sell the individual issues online. Okay. The other book that I only collect, trade paperback-wise, is Invincible. Okay. Because it is nearly well, also very similar to The Walking Dead. It is nearly impossible to find the early issues oh, yeah. to either one of those books. At reasonable prices. Yeah. Yep. Nowadays, yeah. I feel the early Invincible was the best Invincible. Yeah. The earlier stuff was kind of a tongue-in-cheek look at superhero comic books. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that. And then it got super serious and became a superhero comic book in yeah. the Image universe. Yeah. But once you start, where I'm concerned, once you start, I'm kind of in for the long haul. Right now, it's got to be. Other things I'll do trade paperback-wise are some of the older stories from books that I may collect now but weren't collecting back then. I have a lot of Hulk. Okay. Incredible Hulk trade paperback. I like having those nice stories right there to where I don't have to go back and hunt down the issues cuz some of them some of them are cheap. Some of them you can find in dollar bins all over the place. But then there are a handful of issues that are very expensive. But when you buy the trade paperbacks, you're getting the full story right there and sometimes they'll even put those trades in a nice continuous order like hey here's volume one here's volume two all all the way up to volume 25 and it's nice to where you can have this big chunk of of history of a character at your fingertips to where you can sit down pull it off your shelf sit down in your nice big comfy chair and flip through it and to add to that everything i've collected trade paperback wise which you can see there's a lot have been in great order except for one series it makes me mad which what one? series is it? Age of Apocalypse. Apparently, oh. the five volumes of that are out of order according to Mr. X and Jason. Yeah, they they did not. I read them all cover to cover, name. and he was like, they're in the wrong order, you're going to be confused. And I was. When I read some certain ones, I was like, I don't know where this is coming from. And, and see, therein lies the problem. Only a handful of those issues in those collections Man. are out of a continuity order. Right. Some things happen before. Some things really don't matter if you read them. Right. But since they're the complete Age of Apocalypse, Apocalypse collection, yeah. they're going to put them in there. Like, other than that, everything else is great for being in order. And sometimes if you are reading the individual issues, you're like, like Blackest Night, you're like, what I missed? And they give you the nice paperbacks. And you're like, oh, yeah, makes sense. Great. Well, you also have to remember that up to a certain point, publishers weren't considering 
these books are eventually going to be put into a collected edition. Right. I mean, think of... We'll, we'll stay with X-Men. Think of the Mutant Massacre storyline. Okay. When that was going on in Marvel, there were tie-ins to that story that took right. place in Power Pack. Oh, wow. Hmm. The Mighty Thor... Weird. Why, what, what, why do we I need mean, Thor right. or even Power Pack to be involved oh, in the Mutant stuff. Massacre? Right. Mm-hmm. That's weird. But there are certain storylines that kind of go off on a tangent to show up in these other books. But when you read that stuff, it doesn't necessarily really matter. But nowadays, they'll put that stuff right. in a trade paperback. And when you get to it, you're like... What is well, this? Well, well, this has just stopped the story dead in its tracks because now here I am following Thor through another sewer while the Mutant Massacre stuff is going on and he kind of in, is involved in some of the stuff. But as soon as this issue's done, no, he's off doing his own thing again. Yeah, so yeah. to be an Avenger, yeah. Yeah, right. So Spider-Verse did that. I bought the Spider-Verse book on my because I was going to Ireland and I was like, well, I want something to read there and back. And right. Spider-Verse. They're a lot better with it. Generally, it's the one consistent storyline, and then anything they reference is in the back, mm-hmm. which is a, uh, it's like the last two issues back yeah, of the yeah. book, yeah. And that's where collecting individual issues is actually an advantage over the trade paperback sometimes, because those individual issues they'll make reference to something that happens in somebody else's book. Spider Verse is right. a perfect yeah. example because I collected the ongoing miniseries. But at the same time, I was collecting Amazing Spider-Man. I was collecting, there were a couple of miniseries that were going on or one-shots that would pop up to where you'd not necessarily need the one-shot. But in the overall story, it adds more character depth to some of the side characters that you're not seeing in the ongoing. Mm -hmm. But the great thing about it is, is that they'll have little references like, hey... Well, they just mentioned Kane. So to find out what's going on with Kane, you got to see blah blah blah. Yeah, Spider Verse, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So then you can put that issue right there to where it's like, oh, okay. So I finish this, and then I go over to this one shot, mm-hmm. and then I can jump right back into the ongoing story. I have no experience with digital comics. Can't you just click and open up the one? Like when? Yeah, this is easy. So I mean, I've done Marvel Unlimited. That's kind of my yeah. big thing. My philosophy on things is. I will download it for free at first. Mm-hmm. If I enjoy it, yep. you have earned my money. If I don't enjoy it, you get the delete what folder. Are they a prostitute? Yeah. I enjoyed that. You're getting paid. So early in the days, I got a lot of trades that I since gave away or sold or whatever for comics that I would just kind of download because the, the, one of those sites I'd go to would just like this week in comics and mm-hmm. it'd be everything. And then you could kind of pick and choose if you knew what you were doing. But I generally just download everything and kind of read through a week and if a story caught my eye I'd write it down and then follow two or three weeks and then so my preferred way of doing it is trades because I enjoy having a story at once Mm -hmm. but I also enjoy sharing stories and being able to be like hey instead of like hey here's six to seven issues plus a side well even that like here's just a trade just read and you're done and it's nice to kind of have on a coffee table. Like, I think I have my Next Wave trade on the coffee table because I love Next Wave. Mm-hmm. I'll never not love Next mm-hmm. Wave. So my preferred way is trades. But for digital stuff, I don't really get a sense of ownership of it. Right. And I can't look at it. I can download it to my phone like I can my music sometimes. But I also, if my phone dies, I don't have access to it then. 
or if I don't have the internet connection, I don't have access to it. Right. Like, to me, digital does have a lot of benefits, but the negatives are pretty much you don't have it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, with comics or trades you, that you own, you can you That's can access saying. them at any time. The digital one, like, if you have a power outage in your phone, that you can't read nothing. Exactly. Same reason why you or, have all those DVDs. Right. Just right. in case, in case the, the internet, internet goes down, goes down, just... down I can pop a DVD into yep. our Blu-ray. So like that's also kind of the special features. Yeah, obviously. Yes, um, actually, that, for, that yeah can't get it on for Netflix. me. Yeah, yeah. So kind of like that's my feeling. Like digital has a really good advantage in that you can easily have a back history of everything you want. Like I said, the old uh, Punisher Armory book, the Doctor Doom tales. I think it was called Chronicles of Doom. What do you that prefer? Or do you have a preference? Yeah, I said tradebacks. Oh, okay. Because yeah, okay. I enjoy being able to share. Like, so I have three of my favorite Spider-Man books I bought in tradebacks just to share with people. Like, why do you like Spider-Man so much? I'm like, here's why: The Death Agenda, Wolf, Craven's Last Hunt, which is my favorite Spider-Man mm. story, and um, Spider-Man Reign. But a lot of people like to shit on that story because, in the story, Spider-Man kills Mary Jane through his radioactive semen. And a lot of people just harp on that. It's like, oh, it's awful because of that. But it's really a fantastic story of Spider-Man. Like, it's him forgetting, like, giving up. Like, right. throwing it all aside and be like, you know what? With great power has come great responsibility. I can no longer handle the responsibility. He quits. When it comes back to the time where he needs that, it's just a great Spider-Man story. I would say I'm probably more now, now I'm more of a paperback guy. I still have the time, month to month, to be like, okay, let me grab, go grab number one from the store, sit down and read it. Where I'm like, oh, if I have six issues in my hand, all in a, in a book, I'm more likely to sit there, read through two and a half, three issues. There's no ads. I feel like I'm getting my money's worth out of it, so paperback's the way I go now. Right. Back in the day, it was individual issues from, you can see all my long boxes. True. But, like, part of the problem is, too, is, like, with individual issues, like, you'd be, you be, you know, you, you get behind, and you're like, oh, I've got four issues of, say, like, Young X-Men to read. You're like, I'm going to get caught up. You start reading those. Okay. You get through your second issue, and all of a sudden, you get to the end of the second issue, and it's just like, oh, for more of this story, go buy Gen 13, issue <laughs> number 7. And you're like, what? You're like, crap. So you go to the comic store, and you're like, hey, man, I need Gen 13, issue 7 to complete the story. And they're like, oh, yeah, no one ever buys that book. We only ordered one, and we can't get any more of them in. Awesome. So then you go online, and they're like, oh, you guys need that? $85. Because yeah. you know you need it. And you're like... Oh, so you're like, well, I guess I'll buy the trade. That just made all the rest of the comics you bought worthless because now I'm like, what do I need two copies of everything for? When it's a book that's not, like, as a collector, you're like, well, I guess I could sell these, but if they're not worth anything, then, you know. Right. So, like, that's why now I'm like, dude, I'll just go trades. I collect very few and single issues. I don't mind the single issues. I just think trades more convenient to read. Like, if I'm going on a trip to, like, like, I went to Vegas, took three paperbacks along with me, read them all on the airplane. Didn't have yeah. to worry about getting them out. Didn't have to worry about the jerk next to me spilling water on them. If he did... I'm out 14 bucks. Oh, well. It's not like, oh, man, he ruined number three of the seven-run series of Green Lantern. I got now go try to hunt down online and get it and pay extra and shipping and all that crap. It's just like, that's paperback. I can't right. it anywhere for... Paperbacks either go up or down in value. That's what I like about them. Well, for me, the reason why I'm so single-issue collector is because there's a lot of stuff that I collect that still, to this day... Has not been placed in a trade paper. Oh yeah, all that really and probably was. never will be. No, all it because really I, was. I, I, yeah, I love the mutant stuff, and thankfully, because As uh, Kevin Esman has joined forces with IDW, and they have that new Ninja Turtle book out, which is excellent. But IDW has been putting the old Ninja Turtle books, the original Esman and Laird books, 
in trade paperback form. Not necessarily all in order, right? But because those older books, some of the stories mattered, others were just filler because right. Kevin Nesman and Peter Laird were busy making money off of the toy line and yeah. selling huh. movie rights and things right. like that. But I have not been compelled to go out and grab those because I have those individual issues. I don't need those. It'd be nice just to have them to where I can pull them off a shelf and read a story if I want to. Right. Yeah. But for me, it's the nostalgia. I'll give you an example. The very first comic book I ever bought, or I should say was bought for me by my grandfather, was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Adventures number 13. Okay. That book has been read so many times when I was younger that it, it fell apart. The cover fell oh, off. Oh yeah, and cool. back then, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. I was randomly collecting comic books that looked cool to me. Oh yeah. I stapled it back together. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, makes sense. I can still read it <laughs> if right. I want to. Right. But it, it kind of shaped weird. Right. <laughs> <laughs> to the point to where I have recently bought a copy. new copy of issue 13 just so that I can read it and never have to touch that first issue ever again. Right. But if I so choose to, as soon as I open it up out of the poly bag, all those memories come rushing back to me. You can smell the age, the aged oh, yeah. newsprint and the ink. It takes you back. I also yes. collect a lot of it's weird random stuff because I enjoy other stuff like Planet of the Apes. Okay. I will get anything Planet of the Apes, and I'm not talking about the new stuff. I like yeah. the new movies. I'm, and they have spawned their own comic book miniseries. I'm talking about when the apes are wearing clothes and they're riding horses right. and they're shooting yeah. guns. Charlton Heston apes. Exactly. The Charlton Heston apes. Not Woody Harrelson apes. No. I collect oh, yeah. those older books, which I know will never, ever show up in a trade paperback. Right, right. So the, there is advantages... Oh, I agree. And disadvantages, because now here's the thing. I have 30 long boxes right. and maybe 15 short boxes. And if it weren't for the fact that I have such a great, huge basement, I don't know where I'd fit them all. Well, another point about that, say when you go back and read, like, hey, man, I remember this great storyline. I'm going to go back and read the comics. Crap, where are they within my nine, lo- even properly labeled, where are they within my nine long boxes? Oh, I think this box. Yeah, pull a huge long box out, dig through it, find the issues you need, pull them out, read them. Or I can just go, hey, I got this right here, I'll read it right It's here. on the fourth shelf from the bottom. Yeah, so that's why I was like, like, so so for me, sometimes if I love a story so much and I have individual issues, I'll go ahead and buy the paperback. Mm-hmm. Just so I'm like, okay, I can preserve these. Mm-hmm. These are great. All the cool covers, everything's nice and... I want to read it and just you know keep reading it over and over again. I'll just pull off the shelf yeah. and read it several, eight, yeah, nine, wrong with thousand times. And if the paperwork gets destroyed, who cares? The problem is though, is that eventually you're going to run out of room and have to buy another shelf. Yeah, or five. That's true. That's why I got a giant basement. Same thing with digital comics. Eventually, you're going to need more your, wherever you're storing your digital comics, you are going to run out of space. However, mm-hmm. so you are going to have to buy. What more RAM, more yeah. more you gigabytes? Can, you can a buy bigger, a, port- a portable hard drive. You can drive. buy a four terabyte portable hard drive for about a hundred bucks. Eventually, you will fill it up. I mean, you will, but depending on how much you collect. I, so yeah, yeah there's but... there's there's advantages and disadvantages for all three of the <clears> mediums. I will say, single issues do have an advantage that I enjoy. I collect three series, which we've already talked about, but I I feel like I am more like buying single issues versus trade paperbacks 
I feel I'm more supporting what I like. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, buying the Ghostbuster issues individually, I feel I'm more supporting IDW's Ghostbusters. Right. But, that said, I my preferred method is to trade paperback. So, if someone were to say, like, hey, we're going to try an experiment where we're going to take a m- month or two off, and then we're just going to put out a trade of a story, I would be down for that as well. Like, so, if they gave it a single issue and just did a trade every three months, you'd be cool with that? Yes. Well, you know, actually, I mean, it probably takes on that on that subject. That's not necessarily out of the realm of possibility. They've actually started kind of doing stuff like that, and I guess you would call them more graphic novels. They they do take place in continuity, but they're not. They've never been issued in single issues. Hmm. There was an X Men book called X Men No More Humans, hmm. and it was that, in hardback okay. form, and it it deals with the current co- well at the time that it was was released it dealt with the current continuity of what was going on with the x-men at the time but not at any time did it ever show up in That's individual similar. issues hmm. or even issues you can only read that story by buying the hardback book or i guess you could probably find it digitally hmm. but for me somebody who is a completist and has to have the story I have to go out and I have to buy that hardback and then I have to put it somewhere in your box. Somewhere in the box to where it fits in with the right. story because that's how I organize my collection. Right. But Stan Lee was quoted to say, and it's probably one of the, one of his, his better quotes, and it, it hammers home what we've talked about in this episode. When asked about digital comic books, Stan Lee's response was I view comic books, physical comic books like boobs. Sure, they're nice to look at, but you want to hold them every now and then. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that is a perfect example of individual issues and even trade paperbacks mm-hmm. versus the digital age. I am set in my ways. Unless I absolutely have to, I know I will never buy comics digitally. I won't for the mere fact that I spend between 40 to 50 hours a week normally staring at a computer screen whether it be on a laptop or a desktop mm. and after a while my eyes are just like enough's enough but you know and there's I'm an entire like, generation oh, yeah. that has that was raised oh yeah Dude, off no, of no. these screens to I'm, where I'm it's saying, second nature me, to me, them suckling me, on the teeth of me, technology me personally, right. me personally I like to either like sit on the couch or lay on the floor suckling on the teeth I've used it a lot in the last two weeks and I love it I can go done yet, interrupt you, cow. No, I'm sorry. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, what's what? up? No. I like, I like <laughs> you know cows have teats. <laughs> they do. Yeah. So suck for that. <laughs> All right, finish your thoughts so I can finish. But that's why, for me, personally, after, like, 50 hours, when it's, like, no more computer screens, I'd rather just sit down, lay down. Because, like, also, if you have it in your hand, you can change positions, you know? Put on yeah. music, whatever. I mean, you can do it with the laptop, too. But I sit there with headphones on, laying down, room a book. There you go. Getting lost in the fantasy world, not just... It, it depends on the situation. Uh, I bought Spider-Verse, but... It was eighty bucks or something, and I, I don't regret that at all because it, it's a, I bought the hardcover because I like mm. that. But if I were to do it again, and it was something I didn't care to collect, like Spider-Man, but like there was a story I really wanted to read, and it was uh, X-Men, uh, you know, uh, to Mister X, I would consider getting it on my tablet just for the convenience of not having a big book to carry, and I can just kind of go, yep. And I'm going to be traveling, so I'm not going to be staring at a computer screen. I'm just going to be like, you, you know See, what I'm saying? I, I can't Or being on a flight. Because being, like, being on a plane, you don't have a lot of room. And yeah. I, I took three trades with me, and getting the trade out of my book bag while yep. the headphones were on, while I do next to me, while I'm trying to elbow him. And you're like, I got it out. Now i got to read it. 
Oh, here's your sprite, sir. Oh, crap. Where do I put my sprite? I want to put it on top of my comic. And that, because that tray's about the size of this laptop. Not big at all in the plane. So you're like, where do I put my cup and comic? Oh, crap. Or you had the tablet, you'd just be like, oh, cool. Yep. And, you know. So, like, that. respect it. I just don't think I ever will. I haven't yet. I've done books on my tablet. Like, I've done um, a couple different books. So that's the time I would consider digital. Or if there's something really that I wanted to read back, like yeah, like Punisher school. Armory or the Doctor Doom, like you know, yeah. that is something I would consider it for. Like if you were and ten dollars a month, yeah, yeah. Could look fine in it. I could just yeah. It. But for ten dollars a month, a Marvel Unlimited is a good deal if you want back issues. The problem becomes eventually you read them all, yeah. right? And you're like, Not okay, it. yeah, done. I read I've got Netflix. Read. Netflix right. constantly updates. And I don't want to be always six months behind on whatever the current yeah. story is. Yeah, that sucks. Two months to three months, I could that's give fine. you. Six months is too See, far. See, six months. Well, the problem is, is Well, yeah, but also the problem is, is that the information age, you run the risk of somebody oh, yeah. somewhere spoiling plot points, if not the ending of oh, a yeah. storyline. Yeah, I, I would be Captain cons- America turned Hydra agent, right? Everybody hates that. I, I know, know everyone hates it, but I, well, yeah, I, but as soon as that issue soon dropped, happened. Facebook and everything else was like it was all over the place. Captain America's Hydra, and everyone's like, "You don't find that to the end of the book." And I'm like, well, "Now I already know because that was a caption to about eight articles on Facebook." Yeah, oh, yeah. that friends posted. So you're like, "Well, great." This whole episode has revolved around the possibility of the death of the comic book industry. <laughs> I don't think there is no there is not a death in sight. No, there's not. Comic books are are, are too popular right now. Uh, do I believe that there's a lot of stuff that's being produced that doesn't need to be produced? Hell oh, yes. yeah. There's a lot of crap out there. If if you want to pinpoint something that could maybe kind of sort of be the uh, starter pistol to the dip of comic book sales, I'll give you a perfect example. It's not digital versus trade paperback. It's not individual issues price. versus... And then the price is something I know, as I well. Know, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, my price. price. Variant oh, cover. fucking yeah. covers. Yeah. I don't understand why one book really has 90s? to have five different covers. To the point to where when my comic shop orders said book, they don't necessarily get to pick, well, I want a certain number of, co- of cover A, a certain number of cover B, and a certain number of cover C. It's, this is what we're going to give no. you. You might get three cover A's, five cover B's, and two do, cover C's. Do you C's. want to know the trader secret to that? It's how many issues that comic shop buys. True. You buy 15 Spider-Man, we'll give you one copy of variant cover C. That you can sell at eight bucks a price when it's going to cost you the regular price. But sometimes you, it's not even it's not no, even about so, that. There's so many right. different variant oh, covers no, that right. are all the same price. Well, no, right. But sometimes they're like, oh, if you buy a hundred <clears> of Spider-Man, we'll give you the sketch cover straight from, you know, whoever Seth MacFarlane's butthole. You know, I'm talking about McFarlane from Spider-Man. Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane. God, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Because they're McFarlane. so similar. Not Seth MacFarlane. I don't reckon. It, 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 it's mind-boggling, and I blame it on the '90s. Yeah, because it started in the '90s, went away, and then all of a sudden, for some strange reason, we're having a, a retro resurgence, a renaissance of it again. I wouldn't call it a renaissance. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, though, in the '90s, at least we got those cool foil cards. Like I remember getting right. the, epi- the episode, the issue where Magneto rips the adamantium from Wolverine, and the variant, yeah, yeah is the, it's, it's a foil card. It's a hologram foil card of Wolverine getting it all ripped out of him. I have that. That somewhere. was every single issue. 
Every okay. issue, every issue of Fatal Attractions from all the X books, yeah, were that hard cardboard cover with the hologram huh. on the side of it. Oh, every yeah. single issue. Well, never mind. So when you when you bought that storyline, yeah, you got like that one was Wolverine getting his adamantine ripped out. When you bought X Force, it was a really cool cable. Hmm. It was either cable or Shatterstar uh, hologram. When you bought X Factor, it was Havoc. Okay. So you were getting something. It was. It was. It made sense. Well, it didn't make sense why there's a hologram on your comic book for this storyline, but at least they were consistent. Yes. And they all had them. Mm-hmm. That's kind of one of the things. I the like foil about cover. The foil cover. Uh, the X. Uh, the uh, twenty ninety nine books. Oh, every yeah. single first issue of those books mm-hmm. had the yep. hard cardboard cover. With the foil frame around it, and it was very shiny. Yeah, and that's how they did every single first issue. That's a gimmick I can get behind. I think I had almost all the twenty nine firsts for a while. The reason I like trades too is generally at the back they'd have all the artwork, and they'll have all the covers there. All of the variant covers. So if you cared to see all of the different covers, they're available there in the trades. Mm -hmm. DC recently the rebirth paperbacks yeah they do that in between each issue so it's like you read issue one and they're like here's a very encouraging issue one and then you're right on to issue two so it's kind of cool yeah but to see and correct me if i'm wrong but i was under the impression that certain issues of all that re of those rebirth issue ones are different prices depending on the cover oh they, oh, they I thought, i'm saying trade paperback oh I'm trade paperback. i'm sorry in the trade paperback as you read it they're like, here's the variant covers that you missed out on. Right. Like, you're probably right. The but individual issue, because I was looking through yeah. Jason's collection the last time I was over there, because he was selling a whole bunch of them. He's probably got 499 all over the place. Exactly, yeah. because he bought different covers. the different yeah. issues, or the different the different versions of each issue, and then waited to find out which one was going to be the one that the internet was going to go crazy for, yeah, yeah. so that he could he sell, sell it. it. Yeah. It's like, I've got one for me, yeah, one, one to, to sell, sell, and one to do with whatever, whatever I, want I want to. Right. Read over and over again until the cover falls off. Which I guess, sure, that makes sense. Somebody has a plan where all these variant covers are concerned. Right. But you're still going through the but, process of spending the money and then trying to sell something else and make, and you, you'd be lucky to break even by selling one issue for the price that you paid for those three issues. Yeah, oh, right. it's, it's, a it's, 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 a, it's a long con, right? It's yeah. a rough gamble. Uh, but really, that's that's in my mind, that's only... what could be a starter pistol yeah. towards maybe a dip, a big dip well, in individual comic book sales is the variant cover. I would say bullshit. that the price. You cover, and then because like you said, some, some of the variants are like, oh, we're out of regular issues for two ninety nine, but we get the variants for five ninety nine. We got a whole bunch of those. I want to pay an extra two bucks for a book. Yeah, like, but you know what? Books. Sometimes, Whatever. sometimes I mean, that no. all depends on the owner of the shop. That's also very, very because true. sometimes there's certain owners yeah, who will no, be like, true. "Oh, I'm grabbing this one. I'm automatically putting it at a ten dollar cover price." Yeah. yeah. When it isn't ten. No, but I'm seeing actually printed on the comic. If you hold up two, printed right there. You know, two ninety nine. Print on this one, five ninety nine. Just because different cover. It's True. Like, I'm like, oh. But there's a lot of them that aren't like that. You're right. And yeah. and comic owners, comic owners like, oh, the hey. shop owners, yeah. see that this is a variant. It was done by a popular artist. I'm automatically going to put it at ten dollars right now because I know somebody's stupid enough. We'll come to buy it. To buy it. That was, and those are the ones that they're like, oh hey, if you buy 100 of Spider-Man, you get these two covers 
for free. And you're like, and, I put and 10 bucks really on it. It's a con for everybody. Yep, it's, it is. It's a con between it's vendors and, yep. and the actual companies yep. that, that produce the comics. The only time I'm ever for varying covers, if it's kind of cool, where they're like, hey, we had an artist that if you buy one through five and you line them all up on a table, it forms one big picture. Like the new that's Ghostbuster cool. story. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, oh, yeah but usually that. that's cover A. Yeah. That's always cover A. That's right. your ongoing artist. Right. They'll be the one that draws that nice I'm big... I'm saying that, or they're like, oh, if you don't care about that, then you got cover B, which is the same price, and it's just a, a cover. Yeah, you know, it's connect, just a cover. It's a cover, and it's just like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool. Again, though, it makes it angry when you're like, I've got all but one of the yeah. you know, cover A's. If there was one other thing about the comic book industry that could be bitched about well, can be bitched about, because I'm about to bitch about it very huh. shortly, is it's not necessarily the price of your books. It's the fact that now you're putting out two issues a month oh, the of that book. So now I'm paying double a month yeah. for a book that once upon a time was only coming out once a month. Mm -hmm. DC did that with, I think, was it called like The End or 13 End or some weird thing like that. It was the Batman Beyond storyline. Yeah. They covered all the things. They're doing bi-monthly, and after like the after the sixth month, you're like, I can't keep up, and this is killing me. So you drop it, and then some huge storyline drop, event drops in it. And you're some like, storyline drops, or they introduce a brand new character that blows up the internet. So then that right. issue is worth like, like, something. Spoiler in that series, they waited until like the 26th issue, and they killed off Batman Beyond. Yeah, and everyone was like, what? Because they're like, they knew how people jump ship because they were tired of the bi-weekly stuff. The 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 bi-monthly. As of right now. The comic book company that is getting the majority of my money is Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Because they put out the X-Men books. Right. And now there are six, seven X-Men books out now. And How can you keep up? over half of those books are coming out twice a month. Now, again, the great thing about that is you're getting double the story every month. And I have to admit, the stories, at least for the main team books been great. That's awesome, though. I mean, it makes me Good. feel like I'm collecting classic late 80s, Old early school, 90s awesome X-Men again. Right. Okay. But my wallet it's is crying. feeling the pinch Yeah. because now I'm spending money on a book that's coming out twice a month. I have to sacrifice something else. Yep. You got to sacrifice a book or... And if I continue or... to keep sacrificing things... I'm going to get disenfranchised, and I'm just going to stop altogether. Right. Yeah. Right. And I really don't want to do that since I've dedicated 30 years of my life to collecting comic books. Because that's why, like, oh, that's why I love comics, too, is the variety. You know? And that's yeah. why I enjoy it. I enjoy the variety. It's like, dude, I don't want to read everything Avengers, because then it's like, oh, we'll read everything Avengers, and Iron Man, and Thor, and Captain America. It's, man, it's a lot of just pyramid it, Avengers. Yeah, I, no, no, I, I totally agree. I and totally then they're agree. like, and we're going to put them out bi-monthly, so it's like, okay, I'm already collecting six-year books a month, now you're going to up it to 12? Like, I'm the ex I was the exact opposite a few years ago. I was reading solo books, and then that solo character ends up joining a team... And you're like, oh, wow. Right. I, but it's that solo character. He's now on a team. So right. I got to know what's happening with this one character. So I got to buy this team book. Yep. But then the team book doesn't do anything with really him. He's do. There. He's there, He's but the team book isn't all that great. Right. So then you've spent three, four months buying this team book and then go, eh. I, I really no, I'm, no, I'm done. Well, I mean, just imagine a couple of years ago how Wolverine fans felt. Yeah. The he was in everything. Well, now, now it's now Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. I like going back to like variant covers too is like, we're three reasonable men, but you know that there's people out there that have a problem where they have to have 
everything. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost like it's almost like taking an addict to their vice and being like, you know, don't uh, don't uh, don't get any more than one of your uh, your preferred booze or. Mary Shane. It'd be like or... taking a guy with a gambling problem to a casino. And yeah. go like, hey man, just enjoy the free soda. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? Or like, just enjoy yeah. roulette. But you're right, because we had guys at the comic store that they always had to buy those variant covers. Mm-hmm. They had a, oh, a variant cover, I gotta get it. I don't care about the regular one, I gotta get the variant. Yeah. And it's like, dude, it's the same thing. And they're like, don't care, gotta get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, ten, it's 10 bucks more, don't care. Okay. Yeah. And it's people like that. Not saying that they're wrong. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just saying it's like... people like that who continue. To feed the machine that says, well, we got to keep on doing these variants. Mm-hmm. The world of comic books will still exist if variant covers didn't anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I feel, like this is, I feel like variant covers is greed. That's all it is. It is. It, it is an opportunity mm-hmm. to make more it's money. It, it, but, uh, again, this is a business. No. And is. comic books, for me, comic books are one of my biggest vices. Mm-hmm. I don't smoke anymore. I drink very rarely yeah, nowadays. I used to drink all the time. I used to smoke like a chimney. I gave all that stuff up because now I'd be able to afford comic (laughs) comic books. Well, nowadays because it's a pack of cigarettes for a comic. Yeah, yeah, but really? Yeah, that's that's what we're talking about. Well, pack of cigarettes. It's probably two comics. Two (laughs) comics. (laughs) Cigarettes are way more expensive now. Yeah. I think we've bitched and moaned enough about this, but let's ask the audience. Let us know, folks, what's your preferred method of collecting? Do you do the digital? Do you enjoy the individual issue? Or do you like having a nice, organized shelf full of trade paper? Let us know. You know how to get a hold of us. We're on the Twitter. We're on Facebook. And we have the website. It's all my big fat pull list. You can find us anywhere. Let us know. Until next time, folks. Love you. And keep collecting. That's our show, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. Tell everyone you know about our program. Unless you hated it, then keep your traps shut. Have comments, questions, suggestions for future shows? Reach out to us at our website at mybigfatpulllist.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, keep your web fluid sticky. Your batarangs sharp. Ouch. And your space guns charge. That's not a space gun. That's Megatron. You people are worse than YouTube commenters. Oh, wow. Why yeah. are you so negative? Why do you hate everyone? Do you want hurt you? I thought we were just being. I thought we were just being negative, so I just want to be as negative as possible. Do you need a hug? No, you people are hugging. We're not going to have an audience at (laughs) all. Thanks a lot. This is is salty pistol. This is this is toy man salty pistol. This is alternate universe pistol. Oh my god! I have a mustache. Yeah, but if you were alternate universe pistol, you'd love everything. That's fair. Does it have anything to do with comic books? Sorry, no. Why are you funny. talking about it on the f***ing podcast? Because it was funny. I mean, we're not this, laughing. This is not my big fat funny list. It should be.